Welcome to Bumped with Hayley and Rochelle. From IVF besties to pregnancy pals. This is a podcast all about the highs and lows of pregnancy and our steps towards motherhood. So grab a glass of bubbles or probably a cup of tea and join us as we bump along together. Hello and welcome to Bumped with Hayley and Rochelle. We need to start by issuing a bit of an apology. Oh, you know, I, th- oh, I don't know. Should we apologise? We'll just let you know that um, there was no really good reason why there was an episode missing no. last week. <laughs> it was a long weekend in South Australia and I'm a new mum. Rochelle's heavily pregnant and we just didn't record. And then it was Tuesday and we <laughs> <laughs> were like, yeah. That thing that we were doing. So um, I won't apologise, but I will acknowledge that we, um, you know, we probably have lots of listeners who are pretty keen for Tuesdays um, and we thank you uh, and we will um, try not to forget our episodes again. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. So hello and welcome back after that very short break. Um, we are so excited and it just feels like every week is sort of the night before Christmas and it just keeps building and building because Rochelle, you are almost 37 weeks, 37 weeks right now. I'm 37 weeks now, almost 38. Oh my gosh. How are you feeling? Today I am exhausted. Yeah. Um, Yesterday was exciting because I saw Haley and Piper for the first time. Yay, in real we had, life. Yeah. And we forgot to get photos. So we that's did. another forgetful thing. Ugh. Yes. It's like I think we we're just so in the moment with like our friends and seeing everyone. So, yeah. But it was really good. I had like a burst of energy yesterday and then heavily crashed afterwards yeah. and haven't really recovered. Um So it's kind of like a forced rest day today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think that's a really good idea. And that um, tiredness as you get closer and closer to term is um, is pretty tough. Yep. Um, I can't even like explain like the tiredness because mentally I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Physically my eyes don't want to open. (laughs) Yeah. Yep, just get those get those naps in. I think um, pregnant lady naps are just yeah. I wish I could nap. I'm just not one of those people. Oh no! See, normally, like I'm not a big napper either, but I felt like the hormones were just like helping me get to that zone. I'm just resting. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. That's good resting. (laughs) So you've got um two weeks to update us with. So you're 36. No, you're 37th week no you're 36 week yeah and then 36 and oh my god <laughs> i'm so sorry guys <laughs> no it's like my mum brain is real i forgot the word for door the other day and oh, i'm no. just like i really shouldn't be trusted to be a co-host on podcast but here we are so tell us about your last couple of weeks please <laughs> and i'm gonna be quiet because i just don't know the words that's all right so week 36 was an exciting week because I could start expressing colostrum. Yes. And I have been occasionally leaking for quite some time. Mm-hmm. So it was good to be able to actually collect it and have it because it's going to be useful or potentially useful, especially yeah. because I have gestational diabetes. Very mild, but if baby does come out with low blood sugar, then we're going to have that rather than supplementing with... I guess, formula or whatever else they use in the hospital. So got a nice healthy stash going. That is amazing. Yeah. I was told I do have magic boobs <laughs> by a lactation consultant. So hopefully that translate, translates translates to like a healthy milk supply and I can yeah. breastfeed. So fingers crossed there. But week 36, yep, started expressing – We had another ultrasound, which was good. I don't do well in ultrasounds now that I'm in like my third Mm -hmm. trimester because as soon as I'm on my back in bed, I'm fine. But on that ultrasound table with them pushing on my stomach, that major blood vessel down my back 
gets compressed and mm-hmm. I get immediately dizzy, clammy, hot and feel like I'm going to throw up. So yeah. it wasn't pleasant but a cold, wet towel in the back of my neck like is a lifesaver. So if you do get hot and clammy or sweaty, dizzy at your ultrasounds, ask for a wet towel, put on the back of your neck, take breaks because, yeah, they need to get their measurements but you also need to be comfortable. Good one. Yeah. So baby is measuring still small as mm-hmm. per, you know, the whole pregnancy but nothing to be worried about. The OB is fine. She hasn't dropped below that 10% so it's all good. Um, she had low um, fluid around her in the um, the sack but yep. then when I went in for our appointment last week week 37 when she looked at it it was all fine great so it might have just been where baby's position was at yeah. the time but I do need another one this week so week 38 mm-hmm. <laughs> um just to make sure everything's going fine because I think I've discussed this before. My OB does want me to induce me before our due date because she is an IVF baby. Mm-hmm. She's on the smaller side with gestational diabetes, but she said that if I get extra tests and extra monitoring, she'll let me go over and it's kind of it makes her feel comfortable and then obviously it reassures us that everything's fine. So everything's good. Um the only little thing that they picked up at that ultrasound of week 36 was the blood flow through the cord was a bit high, mm-hmm. which means it's working that little bit harder to get nutrients to her. Okay. So that'll be, I guess, one of the major things I'll check this week at the ultrasound. Yeah. Just that flow of blood through that cord. Yeah. And so good because we, you know, we spoke about this a couple of weeks ago or maybe even before that. Um, time means nothing to me anymore. Um, but with, yeah, as you mentioned, you know, the IVF pregnancy, that was why I was induced um, mm-hmm. just under a week over my due date. And your OB was originally pretty firm on you know, not even a day over. Mm -hmm. So really fantastic that you felt um, confident and that you were given the opportunity to have a conversation. And this sort of seems like obviously there's a couple of things that they're checking, but a really good compromise so that she can still be reassured and and look after, you know, your and the baby's health and safety and well-being and that you feel empowered to actually be in that decision, I think that's really good because it is so tough when we need to advocate for ourselves, and especially against a professional because we think, well, oh, yeah. they're the doctor, they're trained, they're they're the expert, but um, we can still participate in those conversations. And it's so much better to have them before the moment comes because oh, yeah. then it's really overwhelming, I think. So, yeah, I'm really glad and that's a great update that you – were able at, and that you can kind of continue to have that conversation around induction versus spontaneous labor because I know that's really important and that's something that you really want to have yeah. um, is a spontaneous labor beginning. Yeah, she my OB is really good. Like obviously in her ideal situation, if I haven't gone into labor before my due date, it would probably be induction on due date uh-huh. just just the way that she would like to operate. But she's also very flexible as long as everything is healthy yeah. um, or we are healthy and it is safe to do so. Good. So I am trusting her. She is trusting me. And I'm getting some like early signs of yeah. labour anyway. So yeah. hopefully we don't even need to discuss the I word, <laughs> induction, uh-huh. um, and Hopefully I'll go into labour before I even see her next. Yeah. But you never know. Sometimes everything's a sign and at the same time everything is definitely not a sign. Yeah. So <laughs> what are um, what are some of the things that have been happening for you that you're like, oh, this is, this is feeling it? So I feel like from 36 I've had like on and off maybe Braxton Hicks. Mm-hmm. Um, it's hard to tell what's a Braxton Hicks. What isn't? What's just like ligament pain? So 
last Friday or the Friday before I called up the midwives, excuse me, and um, kind of like discussed with them because I've been, I was having some pain um, to like the lower quadrant of my stomach, but to the sides. And we think that was ligament pain from like stretching, but also I was getting some cramps. So she's like, oh, look, you're probably having both. Mm-hmm. ligament pain and Braxton Hicks at the same time. Lucky you. <laughs> and so I was put on to like not bed rest but like let's have a chill out weekend yeah. last weekend. Um, so they were like the first things and then I feel like the stomach is slowly dropping. Like it's mm-hmm. not as round at the top. It's more like a slope yeah. and then a bit more rounder at the bottom. And I can feel her head when it moves. And that is like the weirdest feeling like down below, feeling her head like <laughs> wriggle. Uh-huh. Um, sorry, I just have one of my in-laws come home. <laughs> so you might have heard him in the background. That's right. um, and the occasional like recently lightning yeah. down there. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, let's all hope for some positive vibes and – things start moving before my next appointment. It sounds like, I think it sounds like Braxton Hicks and it sounds like those pre-labor vibes are uh, ramping up. So the lightning, it's like a weird feeling and I didn't know what it was at the beginning. I was like, oh, and I was like, is my waters going to break? What is this feeling? (laughs) (laughs) It's so weird. Um, But, yeah, just a few little things kind of, that the OB was like, oh, look, they're all really good early signs. I haven't had like any internal checks yet or anything like that. That'll be done at my next appointment, which will be, I'll be 39 weeks or almost 39 weeks. Oh, that's perfect. on the Monday. Yeah. Just because she's busy this week. Yeah. Like she just had no appointment. So, um, yeah. Also, week 36, we put the car seat in. Yay! So like, that's so exciting. <laughs> that was an exciting little moment, and had the little sign that says like "baby on board," mm-hmm. which is cute. Um, also, those signs are like made not for like letting the general public know. That she made for if you're in an accident, which is quite yeah weird. Not weird, yeah, but it was like a bit. Shocking when I first found out. <laughs> yeah, I only found that out maybe a couple of years ago because I was yeah. always like, well, I don't, I don't really get them. But yeah, it's so that um, paramedics mm. know that there's an infant yeah. or you know a baby and they can attend to them in like an accident. So I'm yeah. like, yeah, I've got to get one. I Definitely think. get one. Don't like the stickers of like the stick people of the entire family, cats and dogs Not, and horses. Yeah, but I don't really like stickers. Yeah. Full stop. But Neither. a little sign's fine. Yeah. That was like week 36 and then moving into this past week, mm-hmm. she, little baby girl, loves to play like the accordion with my wrists. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it's her knees or her feet, but it's like she goes down my rib and then pokes her foot out really intently. and then just choreographed little dance. Yeah, just loves to like kick in the same spot over and over. So I'm pretty sure you can be bruised from the inside and oh I Lord. do. But then she is considerate and rolls over and the next day she does it on the other side. <laughs> oh, well, that's nice. Bit of balance. Balance, yeah. So she's she still kind of swaps sides but her head is down. She's not moving mm-hmm. um, and we are definitely ready for her to come. We are so ready. Exciting. Although we do have – a night in the city booked and a fringe yes. Adelaide fringe show this Saturday and our house is being auctioned on Saturday. So there are a lot of things happening this Big Saturday. Day. So hopefully it's funny because like I want her to come but I also want her to wait until after that day. Oh, yeah. So like I don't – I'm conflicted of what I want but yeah. I have been telling everyone and the baby that – in the we're going to go to our hotel room in the morning, check in, chill out, maybe go to the rooftop bar for like lunch. Jed can have a couple beers, light beers, mid strength, <laughs> and then watch our house be auctioned. Have that like anxiousness, like kind of like kickstart some things. Uh-huh. 
then go to like our show. I think we're seeing like an illusionist. And then like after that, then like Labor can really like kick in. And then I will labor in like this beautiful hotel suite in a big bath. And then in the morning we have room service breakfast already booked. So we'll Jed will eat that. I'll have nibbles. And then we'll be five minutes from the hotel uh, from the hospital. hospital. And we'll just go and then we'll have a baby on the twenty first. <laughs> love it. I love it. It's perfect. And like babies come exactly when you want them to. So Exactly. Yep. <laughs> Piper arrived exactly when I wanted her to. Uh, I feel like <laughs> the more I say it, the more it's probably hey, not going to happen. But <laughs> there is no, there is no reason why it can't happen like that. There is no reason why your baby cannot be born on the twenty first. So, mm-hmm. what I I love it. Put it out into the universe, exactly. Plan it. Let her know. And who knows? Because there are some babies that are born, you know, on their due date and there are some babies that are born exactly when you want them. It's all good. <laughs> uh, I mean, if it happens like that, uh, it would just be amazing and it will be kind of like it a would miracle. Be so funny, like I yeah. would love to come back after like having a break and be like, it happened exactly the way I wanted it. <laughs> yeah, amazing. And you know what? Some people are lucky like that. So why, why can't it be you? Uh, look, as long as she comes before a due date, like I'd be really ecstatic and if not then it is what it is and we'll yeah. we'll roll with the punches but yeah. I have been given permission to do anything labor inducing so I've had the clary sage in the diffuser yes. I've had like a clary sage roller made up for me that I've been using on my ankle pressure point which is mm-hmm. apparently where you should be using it I have been having Six dates, six to eight dates a day uh-huh. with pineapple in a smoothie, which is actually delicious. Yeah. You do have to soak the dates though, otherwise they get a bit like bitty in the yeah. smoothie and I don't like bits in a smoothie. Um, and I bounce when I walk. <laughs> a little bounce or a little jiggle to like go to the bathroom or like doing stuff just because I don't have a yoga ball. Oh, yeah, sure. I did have one in Melbourne but it got packed in the shipping container when we moved and so I'm thinking I will get another one from Rebel Sports but I don't trust myself going to the shops right now because (laughs) we know I have a shopping addiction Uh (laughs) and while Uh there's nothing left for me to do but literally wait if I go to one shop then I'll go to another and then I'll buy that baby carrier that I don't need but it's super super cute yeah, so, I'm really proud of you. Thank you. I've grown as a person, I think. I think you have. I think you have. Um, I was always, like, even just to, like, woolies and stuff, I'd, like, have a towel in the car and I'd be like, please don't go into labour when I'm at Woolworths. Please don't break my waters. But it's um, it didn't happen like that. So, But, yeah, it's – and it's so – like exhausting parking, yeah. getting out, going to the shops. That's you know, true. like it's just getting just, off the couch is like when Jed's I not know. here. It's like an effort. You got to move to like that very edge, and then like stand yeah. up, like you're doing like that a squat, reversed, yeah, hoist. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny you mentioned a towel because it was last night. I was like, when do you think I should start sleeping on a towel just in case my waters breaks? <laughs> now, if yeah, go for it. Go for it. How are you feeling about um, birth, about labour? I feel like I'm excited. Like yeah? now Good. that it's impending baby watch, it's a, I'm a bit nervous. Yeah. Cause, because I have no idea what the sensation is going to be. Like cramps yeah. in the stomach, fine. The actual baby coming out. Don't know what that's going to feel like. Haven't had a baby before. A bit nervous, but it, at the same time, I also have no idea what to expect. So yeah. I'm excited to find out. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to have her. So like every, I feel like I need to, or I will be embracing every contraction, every feeling, because yeah. every painful like contraction just means she's one step closer to being yeah. here. So yeah. I'm excited that part of it and I think just the end goal of having her out will be kind of overpowering any other 
this feeling I'm having. Yeah. Does that make sense? (laughs) Yeah, definitely. I think that's really great. You know, a little bit nervous is totally natural and being excited I think is really great. Yeah. You know, one more thing that I'll mention Mm. is that because I don't have an appointment in week 37, she was, my OB was going to do like an internal check of like my cervix and maybe do a stretch and sweep, but that's going to be pushed back to week 39. So if I'm not in labor by week 39, the option of a stretch and sweep is like mm-hmm. put on the table and I'm not sure about it. Yeah. I feel like I'll do it, but I don't know. Yeah. I, um, that was, was it week? I think it was closer to my due date that mm. that was um, potentially going to be on the table for me. And I sort of came to the conclusion that I wouldn't, um, but it turned out that I wasn't dilated at all, mm-hmm. so that wasn't an option yeah. for me anyway. So, um, and it's probably like it's nice that you know that that's coming up as an yeah. option and just kind of put it in the back of your mind because when you get closer, like, you know, the day of or the day before, you'll you'll have a pretty strong idea of whether you think that that's the right thing to do or not I think that that's um yeah and it's totally okay to not be 100% sure about what you are going to want at that point like that's that's fair enough I think I'll just go like gut feeling yeah definitely hasn't happened yet but yeah who knows we'll just go with the flow and Mm -hmm. see what happens yeah it's so exciting I can't believe it Oh my gosh. Um, I have a nine week old child. Oh my god, I can't believe she's nine weeks. I like they say it goes so fast. But it really does. It is crazy. Um we have um I I was listening back to some other episodes. I've said it every episode. But she's smiling more and <laughs> it's like she really is, you know. Um I was really worried the other day because Stuart had this really beautiful little like session with her and she was giggling and like, or, you know, giggling. I use the term loosely, but she was smiling and engaging and they were like playing a little game together. And I was like, man, she never does that with me. Like that's, I haven't, I haven't, you know, I've got some little smiles, but not really anything. And then like the next day we had like this really good session. So I was like, oh my gosh, thank goodness. I was like, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with my baby? Um, so it's been like, I just think that the first, I don't know. Yeah. The first six to eight weeks, you just figuring it out and, and everything is different and you're just kind of trying to like go into a bit of survival mode and really the baby, like she didn't do anything. Um, she's just a blob. But now, like, really slowly but surely, like, Piper's developing, you know, a little bit more kind of, um, yeah, a bit more smiley and her personality is just starting to kind of um, emerge, which is, like, so lovely. Um, And two things, actually, this morning I had um, an infant massage class. So there's a course a couple of weeks, um, which was so beautiful and she was in a really good mood. So I fed her just before and she was quite calm. And each week they take you through like a different part of the body. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, we started like with the legs and you get your kind of massage oil and you've got like all these sort of different like little sequence um, to go through with her, which was so lovely because it's one of those things where I – sort of knew that it was good, you know, to to give kind of baby massages, but I just hadn't done it and I hadn't sort of felt confident to do that. So that was so lovely. And just meeting a few different mums and little babes as well. Um, Piper was the youngest by quite a bit. The other babies were sort of seven, eight, nine months, um, which was cool because they were like super, you know, um, engaged and chat, like <laughs> chatty and um, rolling around and crawling. And like that was cool to just kind of peek ahead at you know what some of her kind of milestones are going to be which is really cool um and then last week I actually went to my first um Pilates class so I had 
my postnatal physio appointment um, and that was really important because of my tearing and, and to make sure that things were progressing and healing and, and my function was good, which it is, and I feel really fortunate that even though there was um, quite a bit of kind of, I guess, damage, um, I've healed really well and just, right. you know, really tried to rest and take care of myself um, in those first six weeks, which was really, um, a, you know, a luxury, I guess, because mm-hmm. I have really good support around me. But I, you know, I'm glad that, you know, I made that a priority. Um, and yeah, so back to Pilates, which is, you know, it's a postnatal class. Um, so it's really, really gentle, but it was, it was cool. Like I, apart from the fact that I needed to buy a few new outfits, choices because my body is not the same as my pregnant body or my prenatal body um but I'm not you know I'm not fixated on you know losing weight or getting um you know getting back to whatever because I don't think I'll ever be back to whatever and I'm I'm glad because I made a baby and that's amazing um but it is hard like I, I saw some photos of um the weekend when it was my sister's 30th and I was like oh your face is looking a bit fat Hayley but (laughs) then I had to be like no I had a baby nine weeks ago and I felt great and I had a really good time and don't get fixated on that photo when you look a little bit puddingy but um it's hard it's so hard to just kind of keep bringing yourself back Mm. to going like no I'm okay like I feel good I don't um you know I'm nourishing this baby and I'm trying my best and I'm carrying some extra weight and that's that's how it is um but yeah you you kind of do need to almost like rein it back in and just go like just you know go for some walks and you know move your body if you can because it makes you feel good and the rest will sort of you know take care of itself um so yeah great though Oh, thanks. Yeah, you look great. You make postpartum look so easy. <laughs> well, I I mean, I feel good and, I, you know, I was always yeah. pretty fit sort of before anyway. But, yeah, and I like I not, you know, like people have been saying lovely things about, you know, you know, that I do look good and um, uh, I, you know, like it's it, it is lovely and I know that I'm not like, um, yeah, I, you know, it's just you, you can be, we can be critical of yeah. ourselves and, you know, it's, it, it is, you know, it's major changes, you know, for our body. And, um, but yeah, it was, I think more so it just kind of felt good to be doing some strength work and, um, you know, just kind of getting out and about, you know, doing something for mm-hmm. me and my body, I think was really great as well. Um, and so, yeah, it's it's kind of nice. Like the last few weeks I have been, um, you know, going into town to go for a walk, um, just trying to kind of get outside a little bit more, a bit of fresh air, a bit of sunshine, that kind of stuff, just for my well-being um, and trying to like start reading a little bit again as well because we, um, you know, I'm fortunate to be able to breastfeed. Um, I don't have another child. I mean, Kevin just is my child, but he kind of sleeps most of the day. Um, so I can just, you know, sit and feed and relax and just kind of, you know, be like just there for Piper, which is, you know, really special. But it does mean that I'm kind of on my couch watching mm. TV a lot. Um, so, yeah, just trying to move move my body and stuff like that, which is um, – yeah, starting to feel a bit better and, yeah, get a bit stir-crazy when you're kind of at home all the time, yeah. um, which you know from lockdown. So yes, it's, um, yeah, a really kind of interesting, um, yeah, interesting changes, but but I am feeling really good. So it's nice. Um, I have also been doing a really conscious and active and ruthless edit of my Instagram pages and who I'm following. Mm-hmm. Um, and I found like I got really sort of cross. There's a particular account that I won't, obviously <laughs> I won't mention, um, but, you know, they they do really um, fantastic things for um, for women and women's health and, and looking after 
um, you know, pre-baby and after baby and all of that. Um, but I got really frustrated that they were, and this, these weren't ads. So ads, I think totally different. Um, but they both kind of were acknowledging or kind of highlighting these products that they were also using that happened to be really, really expensive Mm. items. And you have the right to buy whatever you want and use whatever you want. And, and it's not about them kind of, you know, having them, but I just felt like that was a little bit irresponsible because people that are following their page because it's it's so you know about wellness and well-being and you know really nourishing yourself and then kind of saying like oh and this is the you know thousand dollar snoo or you know whatever it is that they're using I just kind of felt like it's like I feel like women and new mothers especially are really vulnerable because we're always thinking like well what are they doing and how you know comparing ourselves so I think it's yeah, I, I felt uncomfortable about that and I'm just like you, you know, you of course you can of course you can buy that thing or of course you yeah. can use that, but I would hate for women following them to think that they need to do that if they can't afford it, you know, like so yeah, I, I got a bit frustrated, but I think it's also about me listening to my intuition and really connecting with um what resonates with me and just things that just make me feel like a shit mum, I just unfollow it, you know, like oh, yeah. it's, um, and it won't, yeah, because I just go like, nope, that's that's not for me, that advice isn't for me, that product isn't for me, that style of parenting's not for me and just kind of unfollowing so that I can not get confused because, yeah. you know, I think I'm a pretty strong person like in terms of strong-minded and and not just um constantly you know being insecure but even so like you can get really down when you're not measuring up to some version of someone's life that they're kind of curating so yeah that's 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 me kind of doing yeah some editing on Instagram because I love Instagram I get so much joy from you know funny videos and sharing stories and um amazing resources but yeah so that's that's my little shout out. My little recommendation this week is to um, unfollow things that make you feel a bit shit. That's a good one. I like yeah. it. Because a lot of what's on Instagram, like the photos that you see, it's all fake. Yeah, like people are hiding <laughs> their, you know, their flubby belly or like yep. their stretch marks. Like people don't put up a photo where they look shit. I know. Yes. And it's the people who uh, do. I, think I might have put a few up of um, updates. <laughs> well that's what makes us a little different like there are some accounts that are so genuine that have amazing advice and they show uh, ups and downs of like real life and they're the people that I resonate with the most because if you can say openly I'm having a shit day my kid's being an asshole and you're like yeah yeah Yeah. let's Mm -hmm. have a glass of wine together we can be Mm -hmm. friends totally (laughs) where if everyone's just like oh I sleep amazing because I had this snoo I'm like "Mm." unfollow yeah because not everyone can afford that and if you're saying the only reason your baby's sleeping is because of this like two thousand dollar yeah bassinet that they're going to sleep in for like four to six months like Mm -hmm. mm -mm. yeah and look you know did i try and win a snoo in a whole bunch of competitions of course i did but uh you know it's it's not anti-snoo because they're no. freaking amazing. Yeah, but I mean, if I could afford one, I exactly could. right, but exactly right. Whereas you know, it's yeah, yeah. yeah but let's just be me. honest. Like, mm-hmm. if you can afford a snoo, great. Can I have it after you? Yes. But <laughs> but don't. I just don't like when people say this is the only product. Absolutely, that's yeah. out there. Yeah. You know, babies don't need a snoo to sleep. Are they helpful? Yeah, probably. Yeah, great resource, but they're not yeah. affordable. And I think that maybe when people are promoting these really expensive items, they should say, "Look, this here's an alternative that's a bit more affordable." Absolutely, especially when you know when they've got a lot of followers and they know what who their crowd is. You know, I mm-hmm. th- I do think you know the the mum crowd is it's a tricky one, especially the postpartum new mum sort of um, crowd because some of us 
do really well and feel really strong through that and then others are really crumbling. So I just think it's a bit um, a bit dangerous is not the right word, but a bit frustrating, I think. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, but speaking of followers, we are um, – put out a little call to um, through our stories for some questions. Um, so we got a couple of questions that we are more than happy to answer. Um, so thank you so much. And, of course, you know, you, you don't need to wait for us to ask. If there's stuff that you're really curious about or something that we've mentioned and that you want to find out more um, or, yeah, anything, then you can always contact us um, and we will do our little shout-out to our Instagram and email in probably a few minutes um the first question is are there any more interviews coming up this season we had so many beautiful guests last season Mm -hmm. um this season we've really focused on um a bit of survival (laughs) and um but there is um there are a couple of people that we have flagged and that we would love to connect with um so we would definitely love to bring you a few more um people working in the pregnancy space um hopefully if stars line up we might be able to have an interview in the next um couple of weeks but if not then we will definitely try to bring those in bonus content or um another way so Yes, we would love to bring you more interviews um, and we hope to do that soon. Um, Another question I'll ask um, Rochelle to answer this one. Um, First, favourite things about being pregnant? What do you love about being pregnant, Rochelle? I love, even though it hurts, I do love when she kicks and moves around. Mm -hmm. It's just I feel the most connected when she is doing that, Um, especially when she responds to Jed talking yes she loves his voice which is like what about me but (laughs) I just I can't wait for that relationship and not to see that blossom but also I think now that I'm visibly pregnant people can see it yes people are so nice when you're like pregnant or like visibly pregnant because when beforehand Mm -hmm. you don't get any perks but yep. now that like I'm visibly pregnant, everyone's so lovely. People like put I went to Coles and they were putting the shopping bags in the trolley for me. Oh, that's I'm so like, lovely. Didn't ask you to do that, but thanks. So it's like all these little things. So I think they're like my favorite things. Yeah. And just yeah, everyone's been really lovely. I haven't had any one give me unsolicited advice yeah, or good. tell me, you know, I look small now anymore or that Good. I look huge everyone's everyone's just been lovely mm-hmm. that's good yeah as they should be exactly I really <laughs> loved like I loved now that now that I know it's Piper I love thinking about her before I knew it was her mm-hmm. um and I love looking at my pregnant photos you know especially in those last couple of weeks I just think like I I did feel really good in my third trimester but I just feel like my body was so beautiful carrying this little person who turned out to be Piper um yeah I thought that was absolutely magic and I just I love how much more connected I feel with other women and, you know, I've always been, you know, pretty girl power and, you know, a girly girl and and been surrounded by lots of women. But I just feel like it's this, you know, next level of like sisterhood and um, it's really, really beautiful what we can do, I think, and the possibility of, you know, who this little person's going to be. I just think that's the best thing. Yeah, um, I do. I do love the belly. I feel like yeah, I'll miss, yeah. I'll miss it. Yeah. It's – um. I was, I really loved too. Um, right after she was born, the few days, um, I loved the belly after that because it's, you know, it's it's quite big. Like it's not as big as you know when the baby's in there, but it's mm-hmm. like it's gone from this like tight basketball with this <laughs> human inside mm-hmm. to this like squishy little pouch. Like, and I just kind of kept like thinking like you lived in there like this is yeah so like I I actually really loved my postpartum belly in that first sort of week I was just like oh my gosh it's so squishy and it was a house for my baby just like the best like outlook on it because like so many people are 
you know, shocked and like they don't love it. Yeah. The fact that you're like appreciating it. Yeah. It's, I think it's really special. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I really loved it. Um, another question is, oh, hang on, that's just, oh, here we go. Um, what are you watching while either breastfeeding or waiting for baby girl? What are you watching, Rochelle? Oh, what am I watching? Um, well, certain days of the week I watch maths. <laughs> yes, I'm um, right. Yeah, I'm big, big on maths this season. Yeah. Um, I've been watching a lot of The Office US oh, yeah. again. Um, weekly, we have like shows like Jen and I watch Snowpiercer on Netflix. Uh-huh. Um, Ginny and Georgia, Ooh, I yeah, really like. That one. I want to binge watch it, but Jed's gotten into it. Oh, so now I have to wait for him. That is so frustrating. Yeah. And I've just started The One on Netflix. Oh, I haven't heard of that. Yeah, it's. I guess you send in a, a, a DNA sample, like a hair strand, and they'll match you with your perfect match. That sounds amazing. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously not real, just a drama. Yeah. But I've only watched one episode. So, yeah, we'll see how it goes. All right. Thank you for that recommendation. Yeah. Um, I have been watching, um, I know you love it as well, Drag Race, RuPaul's yeah, Drag Race. Yes, I forgot. So that was um, a big, um, mm-hmm. I reckon I got into it just before I had her as well. Um, and I'm watching on Amazon Prime a show called The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which is by mm. the Gilmore Girls creators. And it's about this woman who goes into stand-up comedy in the 19. 19- I think 40s maybe or 50s. So that's really cool. Um, But I love Nine Life and I just watch renovation shows because they're so good because you kind of get really good ideas. There's not too much drama and you can just kind of zone out if like Piper's being difficult when she's feeding or it's kind of just that nice balance of like entertainment um, but I can still concentrate on my baby just in case I need to Nice at that time. Um, I'm totally – Going to oh. check out the one. Sorry, okay. what were you going to say? I was going to say I struggled to like find something new to start because, yeah. like, I just I zone out so quickly. Yeah. Like, especially like being on my phone or like something happens or yeah. like she kicks and I was just like, oh, full attention. And so I've been res- like resorting back to like things I've already seen. Yeah, yeah. And so I think it's just like knowing what's coming up. If I miss a section, like I don't have to worry because yeah. I'm one of those people who. If I don't know what they said, I will rewind it and put captions on. I watch which infuriates captions. <laughs> and I'll also like rewind something like three times because yeah. then I'll rewind it and then I'll still be on my phone. And yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. I missed it five times. I do that too. <laughs> but like I need to know what they said, even if it's something like totally like inconsistent, yeah. like, you know, doesn't matter. But I need to know what they said. Yeah, absolutely. What if it's important? Mm-hmm. Because you never know. <laughs> um, last question. Uh, what? Um, how did you choose? Sorry, my phone keeps locking. Um, how did you f- choose your baby name? So, Rochelle, obviously you're not going to reveal no. the baby name that you or are. Or am I? <laughs> um, that is your favourite. But how did you come to that decision? Um, it was, I'm going to say it's a late runner because we've had the name for quite a time. A while yes. but we had one name specifically because we both kind of liked it like we kind of both I've had a boy name and Jed's known this boy name and I finally got him on board and then we found out we're having a girl <laughs> and so I was like shit okay let's figure out girl names because like I had a list but I hadn't like l- l- fell in love with any of them yeah so I was just kind of like reeling some off and Jed's like, no, no, that's weird. Is that even a real name? No. What is that? Um, and then we kind of got to one of them and he's like, oh, that's not bad. Um, And then there's an app. It's kind of like Tinder but for baby oh, yeah. names. Yeah. And so we did that for a little bit um, and like we matched on a couple names. But there was one in particular that came up a bit late that – I guess, has some kind of significance that we didn't think about. Yeah. And so, like, that was it immediately. And then we had a cute middle name and then that was blown out of water just by some random name that popped up again that had a meaning. Yeah. So, Did, um, so the, the app was when you kind of came across the names that you have I kind can't. of gone with or did you read them or hear them somewhere else? 
I can't remember. I think the see, it was so it was a while ago now. I think we did match the name on yeah. there. Maybe we didn't. Maybe it was the first name we matched on there. But yeah. I can't really remember. I think it was one of the names. I don't think it was the name that is our first. <laughs> it's so hard not saying oh, it. No, sorry. <laughs> Made it too tricky I, for you. The original name that we're not that's our backup, we yeah. batched on. Yeah, okay, cool. And then yeah. the real the one our front runner. Yeah. I think we both chose because of the ability of nicknames and the significance. So Yeah. And so you've got um you've got a favorite name that you're both pretty sort of keen on. You've got a backup mm-hmm. name. Have any of like have either of you kind of gone off the name in these last couple of weeks? Because I reckon Stuart threw out one of our names like I reckon I was like 35 or 36 weeks and I was like, you've got to be kidding me, mate. No, we've been pretty set. Like this last couple of weeks I've been like, is that her name? Will that be her name? Yeah. But I think I'm just overthinking it now that it's so close and it's so real. Like it's got like, it's pretty significant. Like Mm -hmm. part of having a child is choosing their name that they're going to have. Yeah. And not kind of fucking it up <laughs> but yeah I, I don't know I think we'll just have to like wait and see until she's yeah. here until it's like officially that's her name yeah so I know that your name Piper's name you told me like your top three and so like I felt like I knew it and then next minute I know Piper, Piper and I'm like that wasn't your top three <laughs> I know well this is what I mean so we we were the same like we had a boy's name we've had a boy's name for years and years and when we talk about our you know future child like it's always this name and I was convinced I was having a boy so I was like well it's, that's him like that's that's where we're gonna go and so um I reckon in an episode a while ago I spoke about baby name roulette because there were so many mm-hmm. pregnant people around me that every time someone had a baby it was like, oh, my God, what did they call it? And I was really worried about my boy's name being used, mm-hmm. which it actually hasn't. Um, but there was a name that we absolutely loved and that was Harper, um, which, you know, is quite is quite common or quite popular at the moment Um and we, yeah, really loved it. And then um, one of Stuart's groomsmen um, had a little daughter mm. called Harper um, and we were sort of like, oh, do we, do we not? And it just, there was kind of a moment where I just realised that that was her name and it just, it wasn't going to be ours anymore. Yeah. And Piper was on our list a little while ago and then it sort of slipped off a bit. Um, but I taught um, a girl called Piper a couple of years ago in my year eight class and she was gorgeous and, you know, really lovely kid. So I always had like a really positive association with the name. Um, and then we sort of brought it back. Um, Poppy was another one which was a really sort of strong, that was the one that Stuart was just like throughout Mm-hmm. at about 36 weeks and I was like oh my god that was like totally our favorite at that yeah. time um and then yeah so then I kind of mentioned Piper again um and Stuart was like yeah all right all right and then I just kind of like I would like doodle it and just kind <laughs> of write it as often as I could and just really kind of work um connect like you know see if that would work um and Anne is our f- a family name of my grandma's middle name, my mum's and mine. So we needed a girl's name that was going to work with Anne. Um, and yeah, we both really felt like there weren't there weren't any other pipers that we knew in like really close circles. There's a couple in town, but um, not a huge amount. And we really liked how um, feminine it is, but still quite strong as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so that kind of that balance of the two was really nice. Um, and the one thing that I I was kind of not disappointed about, but um, it doesn't have like a meaning, you know, in terms mm-hmm. of like, you know, it doesn't mean like moonlight or, you know, 
the child of the sun or, you know, any of that kind of like it just literally means someone who plays the pipe. So, um, but that's okay because, you know, it's, it's musical and, and I'm quite musical as well. So that was, um, yeah, there was some like really nice kind of connotations to Piper Mm -hmm. and yeah, it just sort of became, we had a couple of other names that were really in, you know, strong in our top three, but they just kind of didn't, I just couldn't, couldn't work with them. So yeah, that's how we came to Piper and yeah, it's probably been on my radar for a couple of years, but um, really became like a contender once. Yeah. Just those last couple of weeks really. Um, I do. um, I love the name Piper. Like I love the show Charm. Yes. And yeah. so like, I felt like I could never use it just because like I'm always watching that show. Okay. Yeah. Like it's probably in my rotation like yeah. every one to two years. Like, oh I'll my gosh, it all. that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I um I, I definitely watched Charm but wasn't um wasn't like a mad fan. But <laughs> I think like lots of charmed fans are like, oh Piper, yeah, like and she's a good character as well. So um, I liked that. So yeah, yeah, she's a strong character. There you go. Um, we are obviously um, pretty keen to you know to keep connected with you and and keep releasing episodes. But we will um, take sort of an unofficial break at this point, um, just so that we have the opportunity to um, you know go back and and focus in our kind of daily lives um and Rochelle obviously is you know preparing for this beautiful bundle um that's coming her way um so today uh, this episode will be the last official episode of our season however um we've got a couple of really lovely um things that we would like to share um as bonus content so it won't be quite as um regular at this point but we will definitely bring you some little bonus episodes when we can over the next couple of weeks um and of course you can follow us on instagram and stay up to date with things and and there's some pretty cool um and funny content that we share at bumped podcast or send us an email give us some advice for new parenthood or labor um or just you know write in and if you have any ideas of who you want us to chat to topic ideas um we are at bumpedpodcast at gmail.com we are so looking forward to chatting you again to you again soon and take care and unfollow people that you don't like on instagram (laughs) Bye. Bye.